Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to continue on with our running back rankings. We're going to go 21 through 40 today. Get some of these. These are interesting spots down here. These players, I don't know where it's going to go. I haven't even looked at the list quite yet. There's not a lot of guys I love down here. They have intra players, but we'll see where everyone falls here in just a minute. But before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit, or YouTube.com slash Fantasy Football Profit. You can find some more videos there. We actually posted some new stuff now, you know, non-podcast related. It is podcast related, but we do little shorter videos, some fantasy football myths. Go check that out. we got a couple of those. We'll have more going on as we go. And also, I'll say we also have now started a Patreon page. You guys go check us out there if you want to support the podcast. If you've been listening for a while, it's patreon.com slash fantasyfootballprofit. There's a couple different tier levels. If you want, you can just send us a dollar a month to say, hey, thanks for thanks for doing the show, supporting us. We'll have different levels, though, different stuff. You know, you can get access to different rankings, month, monthly live streams, or even the big one. We got a little, we started a text message number here. You can directly text us. It's one of the levels there, which is an interesting one. But if you want to check that out and see what it's all about, go to patreon.com slash fantasy football profit or, you know, get a hold of us, message us. We can talk to you about it there too. If you guys want to support the show and also listener leagues, still a couple of spots left. So if you want to get in one, make sure you go to iTunes, review us, give us a five star, let us know you did. You'll get in one of the leagues for a chance to win the belt by Pro-Am Belts. You can see that on Instagram. We got pictures of the belt there. Go check out Pro-Am Belts. They made a really, really nice championship belt for us. I really don't want to give it up. So we need to win one of the leagues. We're in each of the league. One of us has to win it, Jeff. We can keep it for another year. And how about we go back into the rankings, though? These are probably the guys that are going to win you a league. One of these will break out and win you a league. It always happens. We're going to start off number 21. It's Alex Collins, a player that we have a pretty big difference on here. You have him 18th. I have him 25th because I don't think he's very good. I'm down to 25th on Collins now. That means he's behind a lot of different players that will come up in a minute. Even Lamar Miller he's behind, which I know you don't agree with. <laughs> I just don't think he's that good. I just don't. I really don't. This is all my argument. I don't even think I don't even think his numbers last year really show that he was that amazing. So I I know the argument is he's the number one there. He should be, but I don't know if he is. I don't know if he's that good. I mean, I had him on my team last year. I didn't feel comfortable starting him ever. I just didn't. And that's maybe where my mindset is. I just I'm not a big fan of him. And I I don't know if he's gonna end the year as a, as the starter. So uh yeah, I mean, I, I get I get the hesitation with Alex Collins. He, Kenneth Dixon could easily come out and kind of take it over. But when he really got going, I mean, from week five on, he kind of had a stranglehold on there, and he was a really nice player to have. Uh, he didn't play at all week one, and he still finished 16th. But was saying that he was very close with a bunch of other guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a touchdown difference could have dropped your five spots. So he was really in that meeting. So I don't have an issue necessarily with you having him at 25. But as of right now, I, I do think he is a guy. And I, I don't see Kenneth Dixon really taking over completely. But maybe Alex Collins carries do go down a bit. And I don't really like Baltimore's offense. So I'm not excited about the pick. But with the information I have, I, I think he's better than the 25. But I don't necessarily hate if, if someone is going to drop. 
I, I, I kind of agree that it would be him. Yep. And that's kind of, I just, I'm not a fan. I'm just nothing. I'm not, I'm not the lowest on him though at 25. There, I mean, I'm go fancy pros. There's a good 10 people that have him lower than I do. So it's, what's, what's the highest that someone has him? Um, the highest he is ranked currently would be 12th. Wow. Yep, 12th. 12th. Lowest 30th. So there's a, there's a lot of difference of opinion on Alex Collins. I'll say that. Let's move on to number 22 then. Give me Mark Ingram. And he's 23rd for me, 22nd for you. I think he's going to be great when he comes back. He's just got to miss a few games. This could be a big steal, though. If there wasn't Kamara though, there, though, it would even be a bigger steal. Because I'm not 100% sure how that's all going to play out this year. Can that offense keep sustaining two backs that are that good You know, in fantasy? It hasn't really happened before, so it's hard to say. But this could mean there's not a lot of risk now getting an Ingram in what should be like your third running back spot. So I like that a lot. Yeah. Can can yeah. you outlast the first four games? And if you can you should. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that is a it is. It's a risk reward type spot and you know Mark Ingram will definitely get carries. He has been good every year, even though I feel like the Saints try to go away from him every year and they have to come back. He's just a very solid player. So uh yeah, I think that it's correct in thinking that the suspension actually helps his value a bit because I think otherwise it'd be too difficult to rank them. What are they fourth and sixth yeah, last year? Yeah. It's so hard. it's really hard. To, it would have been difficult. I would, I don't know what I would have done with him. I probably wouldn't have drafted him in many leagues. Yeah, he would have been too high, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. So, but you know, you take, you take a chance when you get down to the, your third running back spot in Ingram, don't make any Ingram anything better than your, your, you know, your third. I mean, we kind of rank him as the very back end too, but, I still don't want that necessarily. No, I, it's, it's a risk. It's risky. So I think it's still risky. I mean, a little bit depending on the makeup of your team. But if you're doing a snake draft, I think depending on where he falls, he's very good value. But you might miss out on him. But what, where I really do like him, I think auction drafts are better than snake drafts. Um, you can go after who you want. But I think Mark Ingram in those because the value hit, you can build your team in a way that will allow you to withstand that four games and you get this guy at a discount um especially if it's not a, a you know a keeper league or if it's not a you know a deep keeper league where he's going to go for a premium anyway because they're not going to keep him and there's only a few guys left but i think i would love to get him in every single auction draft i have and let's move on to the next guy and that is going to be ronald jones he's our 24th ranked player my 21st your 25th it's just a little bit of I put him 21st, so I put him ahead of Lamar Miller, Mark Ingram, just because I think there's a little, in Alex Collins, because I think there's a little more upside for me than, I, I don't like the, I mean, Ingram just because he's suspended, but Miller and Collins, I obviously don't really like. So there is some upside for Jones. I don't buy into the hype when people go really crazy and put him up there, but we are actually high on him compared to what he is getting ranked right now. On Fantasy Pros, he's 28th. In ADP-wise, he's going 25th. So we are, you're you're right at ADP. I'm slightly ahead, it's, but it's not like I love the guy. It's just I it's more of the players around here. I'm not. A, I'm not sold on. So he kind of moves up because there's a little bit of upside. And when I don't really care for another guy, I'll take the upside at that point. That's where I'm at with with Ronald Jones. I'm just not sure about the Bucks offense though right now, especially with Winston not to start. So that's where I'm putting him. Yeah, and I think that's the big one. I, I'm not really sold on Jones in general as a player. I I don't I don't necessarily get the the hype jumping to the NFL. And you're right. There is no one around him. <laughs> not not a not a darn person. But I really do think that this offense they kind of struggled at times last year. And moving the ball, running it, 
was not their forte by any stretch of the imagination. You know, every single person that tried failed miserably. I don't know if Ronald Jones is going to be any different in this situation. Not to mention you don't have Winston to start with. So I I think that he's probably a fine guy to have on your team, but I wouldn't ever reach to get him because I'm just I think it's kind of a dangerous a dangerous one to throw extra money at or or pick him mm-hmm. a little higher. Twenty fifth ranked guy is Dion Lewis. My twenty fourth, your twenty seventh. Again, we talked about last episode. We're just not sure how the Titans are going to use these guys, Derrick Henry and Dion Lewis. So that's why I, I don't I don't know. I don't wouldn't mind him as my third running back though. That's where I think I'd feel more comfortable as my third than some people, but. PPR, obviously, more. I, I just, I don't know how this situation is going to play out. I, I don't at all. So I find myself missing. I don't draft him very often because I I don't know what to think about the Titans offense. So we're going to have to see a little more. Hopefully we get some kind of clarification once, you know, preseason games start. Maybe we see some kind of way they're using them, but I don't even think that's going to give us much. It's really going to be once week one hits, that's when we're really going to know what's going on. We're not going to know till then. And then it's kind of too late, maybe. He's always had very good like yards per carry and all that, but I really my biggest worry about him is is New England just a different beast, and the way they yeah. use him is the reason he's productive. I think he's a good athlete. Don't get me wrong, but I mean I don't know. Like yeah, uh, right. If you get him on a different team and you have Derrick Henry there, and he starts getting hot, and they don't they aren't able to utilize him the way they did, you know, last year in New England we got 180 rushes and 32 catches. I don't know. Yeah. He did average five yards a carry, which is crazy. Yeah, just, he, but he, he can't sustain a full workload, obviously, and he won't. That's part of it. He's, he's not ever going to be a guy. And I always think of him more as a pass-catching back, but he's yeah. never exceeded 36. Yeah, I know. It, so it, it's kind of one of those things. Are we hype? It is always going to be a question in my head. Am I hyping him too much? Am I not giving him enough credit? Was it New England? Like, is Derrick Henry really the steal of the draft? <laughs> I, I do have a very difficult time with I, this one. I think everyone does. I think I'm trending more towards the Derrick Henry side as yep. we go, though. I am, too. I mean, obviously, yeah. we both have him, Derrick Henry ranked, obviously, yep. higher. Yeah, definitely trending more and more in the direction that Henry's going to get a lot of the work, but I don't know why. There's nothing to say that. It's just what I'm thinking, because there is nothing to go off of yet. There will be. We just don't have that inf- information yet. Number 26 is going to be Rashad Penny. He's my 30th. You're 23rd. That's just part of these rookies that we just don't know. And there's a little bit of that Chris Carson hype right now. You hear some of that, which I don't necessarily believe either. That might just be more of a motivation tool. Who knows? It This this early preseason talk, you just don't know where it's coming from, why it's coming out there. Carson has looked good, it sounds like. They're using him. But they drafted Rashad Penny in the first round for a reason. Yeah. You know, and Chris Carson was, uh, what, a seventh-round pick? Yeah. There's, it's, there's still, yes, it's... There's a reason they knew they had Chris Carson and they still went and drafted Rashad Penny in the first round. There's a reason they did it. I still just don't buy into their offensive line being any good. And that's kind of one of my worries. And I think they're going to be down. The defense isn't as good. They're going to just rely on Russell Wilson a lot. And because of that, I'm a little hesitant. But, hey, there's still there's definitely potential there. And he, maybe w- Wilson uses them a little bit. Maybe the threat of Russell Wilson helps him along. So there's all those different ways it could go. Yep. Yeah. Right on the nose. I think the offensive line is, is the biggest argument there. I think he'll be the guy, but how, how, what does that really mean in Seattle? Yeah, it's just it's hard to say. That's like, that's another one. There's a lot. That's why these players are down where they are. These are situations that we really need to see something in preseason. We need to know what see more of this to actually, you know, make real decisions. And that's why, but that's why they're kind of risked down here. Number twenty-seven, Marshawn Lynch. My twenty-sixth year, twenty-ninth. This one again. 
He wasn't great last year, but he was fine. It, yeah, it was, it was, it was he's good. good. He's just good. He beat expectations and for sure. The only hesitation I have is how much is Doug Martin going to do? Yeah. we That's one we don't really know. If Marshawn gets a you know, majority of the carries, he should be fine and puts him as a third running back, and you'll probably be pretty safe with him. He's I mean, just going to be safe. He finished 19th last yeah. year. I mean, he, he definitely overshot, but he is one year older. He does have Doug Martin behind him, whatever that means, like you said. And once again, Gruden's there. I, I really have no idea what this offense is really going to look like. And I just tend to lean away from older backs. Yeah, and that's that's kind of where I'm at with him. And then the next guy is Sony Michelle. 28 for me, 28 for you. 28th overall for us. Oh, man. Sony Michelle is the like the shiny toy I, I want to get, but I just... Yeah, New England, man. You just have no idea how they're going to use a person. And Sony Michelle looks so... Good in college. I think he could be dynamic in that New England offense, but they they don't care who they use. It goes to everyone. He he could be amazing. He could disappear for games at a time, and hence why he falls down here because I think he's going to be a game time decision. Uh, you know, for the majority of the the season because they still do have Burkhead, and he was very good when they gave him playing time, and everyone knows that Tom Brady could throw it at any time. So who knows. But I, I do like his ability. Yeah. Um, but if he establishes himself as the number one running back, which no one has really done in New England for a while, you could technically say blunt, but that was mostly all goal line carries mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Um, so you'd be kind of rewriting history, but they did take him in the first round. So there has to be a reason for that. That's not just normal. That's not a normal yeah. thing. And that's kind of why I'm a little more high on him because yeah. you don't invest that or New England doesn't unless you really like a guy. In early, early reports and observations are he looks he looks good he has a big playability but he also fumbled the ball a few times that, oh, that's, oh that's no that's where the worry was with him yep one and of the worries was fumbling problem that will get you bench so quick in new yep. england yep and that's going to be part of it and those other guys aren't going away so that's a lot of it number 29 royce freeman my 31st your 26th again same thing a rookie who has some talk that the the veteran is actually the starter yet. This one, in this case, Devontae Booker, who hasn't really shown us much of anything in his chances. Freeman should overtake him, but it's not just going to be handed to him. And because of that, there's a little hesitation. And you know, there's all these rookies. Some a couple of these guys aren't going to work out at all. It happens every year. There's going to be a Monty Ball, you know, kind of a situation. <laughs> one of those, or Bishop Sankey. <laughs> good call on the Monty Ball. And that's you know, funny. Remember how good he was supposed to Denver? He was supposed yeah. to be great. It just didn't work out. There's always those guys. And, and I, I do like Royce Freeman uh, as a running back. I like him more than Ronald Jones for sure. And I would even say, you know, Rashad Penny. But, I mean, that's a little unfair because I didn't get to see Rashad Penny play near as much. Yeah. Um, but I think Freeman, as soon as I get the go-ahead that he is going to be the number one back, he'll jump over, you know, four guys. He'll move up my list. But I'm not just going to automatically do that because we don't know what that offense is necessarily going to look like. And Devontae Booker has always been hobbled in different things. So maybe he's healthy this year. Who knows? Yeah, you, you really don't. All right, number 30. It's going to be Isaiah Crowell, my 29th year, 31st. We're slightly higher on him than the, the average ranks, which puts him at 34th. We are a lot higher than him, than ADP, which puts him 37th. And it's just, do we think he's going to be the guy over Powell? And it, McGuire was an issue there, but it looks like McGuire is going to miss at least the start of the season. And they did go get Crowell. He's a young guy yet. He showed some promise two years ago with Cleveland. Last year, not really much, but he played for Cleveland and they were terrible. So 
it's hard to say. <laughs> Will the Jets be yeah, any better? <laughs> they might not. But this is okay, and this is gonna be these this it's actually a tie between these two guys at 30-31. And they're kind of it's the same same boat for me. It's Isaiah is Crowell and Mac, Marlon Mack's the next one. It's like if they are truly the guy, they you're getting a steal as a and 30th and 31st ranked guy. If if they're the player and they're getting all the work all season, you're getting a steal because otherwise you could say it's just like Paul Perkins again. Where we ranked Paul Perkins last year because he was the guy, right, with the Giants, and that didn't work out. That could be that situation here. Marlon Mack feels like that could be something that he could be. It, who do you, do you have Mack over Crowell? I do okay. by two spots, and yeah, you have him. Two yeah, the spots opposite. Below. Yeah. And I think I think Mack has a like, you're probably maybe right. Mack does have a little more competition maybe than Crowell does now. I just cause I don't see Paul as much competition than No McGuire. Mack does have. Um, Hines and uh, Wilkins there who could do something, possibly. But both of these guys, it's, this, this is definitely a situation to monitor how preseason's going. This is a big one. This is one thing that we might actually learn something, paying attention to training camp and preseason games. Not a lot of these situations actually matter. These two probably do. If they're running with the ones, you know, a pretty good idea that maybe we can get a steal as like a third or fourth running back. Yeah, and the, the great thing about these guys, too, is I don't think even if you do say they're number one, I don't think that they're going to skyrocket Not because of their Not situation. Nope. So I think you can grab these guys still late, and I think they will be good value. All right, number 32, Tevin Coleman, my 34th, your 30th. I n- I'd never know what to do with Tevin Coleman. He's a backup, but he's just good he every year. Good. And that's and it, some of that there, he doesn't value on his own, but his value could be great if Freeman's out. Oh, so yeah. he's one of the few that you just – that's why he's here. And Freeman owners, this is one of those players you probably should get. It's 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 not great. You don't want to do it. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. It's hard, but he he almost has the value where you could do it. But I actually, I would say personally, I kind of stay away from Tevin Coleman a little bit. I just I never know what to think about him. Never know what to do. But he does deserve to be ranked here. I can't say he doesn't. Yeah, I mean he was. I mean I realized Devontae Freeman missed games last year, but he was twenty second overall. Yeah. I mean, I know he's a backup. He's a golden handcuff, so he goes for more. But every year he's worth having. And you, you don't really know exactly how they're going to use him game in, game out, because he's, you know, the number two, but, man, he's good. Let's go to number 33, on Johnson. My 35th, your 32nd. It's another one of those situations. We've said it. I mean, this is what this episode is. It's rookies that we don't know what the heck is going to happen. It's so hard. That's why this is a tough spot. These are This is like the situations where it actually matters to, to pay attention. Because on Johnson, Lions draft him in the second round. They obviously want him to be the guy there. That I mean, they wouldn't have done that. You just don't waste a second round pick on a running back unless you plan on having him be your starter. And yes, you know, other guys are still around. That is for sure. But I don't think, and LeGarrette Blunt's there now. He's just, that's where it's going to take away some goal line work and some, when they just need one yard. Kerryon Johnson's going to get a good opportunity, but he's not going to get a workhorse opportunity. And that's where he's way down here, but he could be better than this. For yeah. Sure. And I think that that's where you're looking for, right? I mean, supposedly he is supposed to be the number one. You're looking for people that are going to get, you know, uh, continuous work at when you get down this low. And that's why he's here. He could be a steal, but let's be honest. Like, Detroit was never able to move the ball the last two years running it. I don't know if this is going to be any different. I don't know if they really address their line as much as they need to. And it does scare me just a bit. I know you, you Craig, touched on it, but, you know, Blunt should get goal line. He He's going to be a, a security blanket for Matt Patricia, who came over from New England, who obviously, you know, coached Blunt. So he knows exactly what he can do. 
So I do think it will eat into it. And then you have Theo Riddick taking away some of the pass catching ability because that's kind of his niche. So he's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. So I think he's more of a, a future pick, but uh, you get down yeah. this low and he still has the better chance to get he 10 does. touches a game compared to other guys. Yeah, that's why if I'm around here, I'm probably picking him over a lot of these guys in this range. And maybe I don't have him over this next guy you do, but it's Carlos Hyde. Oh, man, I really struggle with this. Yeah. It, it's not two guys, it's three. Yeah, And I really do think all three guys are talented. And this is the thing, I like Carlos Hyde as a player. I really do. I just don't see any way that Nick Chubb doesn't eat into this workload. And it's a, it's a split backfield of three players with, you know, those two and uh, Duke Johnson. <laughs> where, How where, is it not? I was going to say, where do you have them? Because I have all three of them very close right now. I have high. Actually, I do. Like I, embarrassing close. I do have Hyde <laughs> ahead. Um, 32nd, Chubb 36th, and Duke Johnson 42nd. So you had them with. Um, oh, way closer together. Hyde 37th. Chubb forty first or no Duke, Duke Johnson thirty ninth and yeah so you're right there and Chubb for forty yep. because I could once again I can easily see a situation where they trade away Hyde or try to um because I I, I like Chubb I really do I think he is he is just a bowling ball of muscle going down the the field and I think Duke Johnson is a perfect third down back I think Carlos Hyde might be more talented than both of them but. You know, he's also an older player right now that, for some reason, seems yeah. to get a bad rap. So, yeah, just, if he gets more of an opportunity, I think he's going to be good, and he, he actually will be of great value. I, I, that's very, that's a very real possibility. Just nothing's going to tell us that right now, and it's a big risk to try to guess that and pick that that way. So let's go to number thirty-five, Chris Thompson, my thirty-third, your thirty-eighth. This is a guy, do you avoid him? I feel like I avoid yeah, him. Do you I, avoid him? I know he's our 35th, but I feel like I just won't draft him in any league. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I just right? it's, I feel it, the same way. PPR would be different, but in standard, I just mm, – there's nothing there for me. I know he should be here, mm-hmm. but a guy I just don't draft. That's exactly the way I feel about it. He, this is where he definitely belongs, but you kind of know his ceiling isn't great. It That's pretty much it, and there's some other guys around here that – do have a little bit more, a little bit more of a ceiling, right? Me. And that's also both of us being high in guys. So true. Take true. that with a grain of salt. And then number thirty-six, C.J. Anderson, my thirty-eighth, your thirty-fifth ranked player. He's going to, I think, just step into that Jonathan Stewart role and do it a little better. But he's he's just a perfectly, just perfectly fine running back. Yeah. you know, he's fine. He's 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 good. I, I think he's he has some. Enough. He has touchdown upside. Yeah. That, that's his. That's going to be his saving grace. And Christian McCaffrey's not going to become a workhorse back. So Sam Anderson's going to get plenty of work, but it's not going to cut into McCaffrey what he does. But Anderson could be a decent value. I, I'm this one. I'm kind of just looking at. We don't know how the Panthers plan on using him yet. So this is one of those situations, like with Hyde, with the couple of the Crowell, Mac. These are the guys that could be good values if these teams use them a little bit more than is kind of expected at this point. So just kind of watch out for that and keep an eye on C.J. Anderson because everyone just loves McCaffrey, which I, I get. I like McCaffrey a lot, but Anderson's kind of going to slide under the radar because of that and could be just a decent value, especially if he's like your fourth, fifth running back. It's not a, probably a fifth running back. It's not bad. 37, Rex Burkhead, my 41st, your 34th. You have always liked Burkhead a little bit more. There's been good good talk about Burkhead so far in preseason and training camp. Uh, yeah, I was really high on him until they drafted Sony Michelle. Obviously, they're still going to use the guy, um, 
but I thought he was going to dominate the passing game. I, I really did. Uh, and ever since Sony Michelle showed up, uh, you know, it's going to be more of a split. Uh, once again, it's going to be backed by committee. I think he'll be a little up and down. He won't, he'll be hard to project, but I, I really like his skill set. And Sony Michelle puts it on the floor. This guy is an absolute steal. Yep. I, I think they're going to use him a lot in different ways. So he's going to have value. He might get a lot of touchdowns. He might just be a guy who doesn't do much and get touchdowns. He's done that before. So I, <laughs> but who hasn't been burnt by a New England back before? Exactly. That's why, that's why he falls down further for me. 38 is Jamal Williams falls in here. He's my 40th. You're 36. He says he gets the first crack at it yeah. with Aaron Jones out. But I actually, I'll say this. I do have Aaron Jones one spot ahead of Jamal Williams. I like Aaron Jones better as a player, even with his suspension. I still want Aaron Jones because I just like him a little bit more. I, I, I give you a lot of credit for sticking with it. I actually yep. dropped him down after the suspension being like, you have two games to win yep. it. I think it's so close that I went Jamal Williams 36 and then Aaron Jones at 42 for me now. But I'll it, say this, though. I'm staying away from the Green Bay. Back yeah, I am, too, because I actually don't mind Montgomery either. Yeah. I, the three back committees where you truly don't mm-hmm. have an edge, anyone has an edge, it, it's a guessing game. Yep. Like, let's not pretend it's anything else. It, if anybody tries to tell you different, they're just... <laughs> yeah, they're guessing. <laughs> yeah, <completely. laughs> Number 39, Nick Chubb. My 36th, year 41st. Again, this is... Just don't know how it's going to work with Hyde. And if Hyde's going to take be the guy or if it's going to be Chubb, there's a chance for Chubb to be there. And this would be a great value pick. I, I just don't know. We, we can't say we do. This is Just keep watching preseason. See how they're using these guys. The talent is there. It's just, will the opportunity be there? That is the, what we have to wait and see. The number 40 is Aaron Jones. My 39th year, 42nd. I love the talent with Aaron Jones. I really liked what I saw last year. Obviously, the suspension is going to hurt him to start the year. It gives Jamal Williams that first crack at the at the job. That could and Jamal Williams look good too. <laughs> and Ty Montgomery looked good too. It's it's hard to say which one. I just I'm going with Aaron Jones as my guy. But if I can get him as my like fifth running back, I'll take it all day and just take a chance at it. Not good. okay. Look at the players below him then on our list. I'll just run through real quick to say if who are these guys are you taking ahead of him? If there's any, Duke Johnson is our next on the list. Doug Martin, Tariq Cohen, Ty Montgomery, Devontae Booker. Right? I think Jones has the potential there out of those guys. Yeah, I would, at this low, I would definitely go yep. with the upside. He definitely has the upside. And that's kind of, that's our list. That's our top four because it gets ugly after that. You got Powell, Carson, Bernard, Blunt, Foreman, Clement, Theoretic, Frank Gore. That's all up the way through 53rd. That's what I got on my list right now. It gets ugly. There's not even like a, I don't feel like there's a true, Foreman's a true candidate to break out, but it's going to be later in the year because of the injury. I don't think he's going to be quite back from it. Right. And then, other than that, Corey Clement, I hear some rumblings about him, but I'm, no, no, no. J.J., it's his. He's I'm, too good. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, I, I think uh, one of the guys that we're in the league with lives out in Chicago, so he keeps telling me all the hype about Tariq Cohen. So he's he's intriguing to me because I think he's true third down like back yeah. this year. But, you know, let, let's not go crazy. I mean, <laughs> I think I think he's intriguing, mm-hmm. but I, I have no issue with him not making the top well, 40. Like we said to Car- Chris Carson's down here as our 47th. I'm not quite buying into the little bit of hype you hear about him. I, I, I'm just not. He And he was fine last year in that little bit of stretch, but he wasn't. I don't think he was great. No. I mean, yeah. I, if, if I'm not buying into Rashad Penny at all, like, I would have a hard time buying into him if I think he's going to be the number two back. Yeah, and Carson's getting the first crack at it because he's not the rookie. And once again, yeah, and once again, man, they have pro size as well. I feel like they, well, that could be a three back committee mm-hmm. as well as being a bad running team. Like yep. it could be like the double whammy. 
And um, the Chris Carson thing, I'm just curious about. Where does this hype come from? Last year, four games, six carries for 39 yards. 20 carries, 93 yards. 11 carries, 34 yards. 12 carries, 42 yards. I think it's, honestly, I think it's Pete Carroll. I mean, remember how yeah, right. how hyped every running back ever gets on this team or all, all these players? Like, yeah. last year, what, who was our... Uh, Who's the the guy you love so much? That came from Green Bay. Uh, Lacey. Lacey. Lacey got hugely hyped. Yeah. And um, he just, I mean, he got hurt. But, like, yeah. no one did well. And it just every year you're like, oh, he's in the best shape of his life. That's that's the issue with preseason and trying to wade through what is true and what is not. Because you're going to hear every single person is looking good. Or <laughs> last year, my favorite was uh, Hyde. About how they were thinking about cutting him, and oh, then yeah, he, yeah, and then he's yeah. fine, he's fine, and you got him out of value. So that's yep, that's kind of. I don't, I don't. <laughs> there's a lot of it's. He's working as a one right now. That's all. It's not going to last. Who's who's a guy on this list that maybe that it was skewed because I had him lower, but that you think has the biggest upside in like the bottom? Well, Doug Martin actually, I had him 37th. You had him 46th. There we go. He would have made my top 40. I think there's something there with Doug Martin yet. I mean, I've seen Jekyll and Hyde, but yeah, it's, I think so. I think there's something there with him. I really do. That's it. I, there is some, there is a, there's a, <laughs> a potential for him to become a, a top, a top guy, a top 20 guy. That's there. It really is. It's just, will that chance, you know, present itself for him? That's might not happen with March on Lynch there, but I think he's a good enough player. He's been in the past, unless it's just, unless it's just gone. It's, it's, it happens with running backs. Or maybe he really just can't be that guy again, ever again. He is 29 years old. It really might just be done. So, I I don't know, though. I, I, I think there's something possibly there. Yeah, I like the I like the ability. And he's so low that you can take a chance on him. Last question I have for you. I just wonder, because you're so against Alex Collins. Yep. Where does that leave Kenneth Dixon for you? I right, I can't remember where I put him right now. He was like about 46. but Okay. Oh, that's that, okay. The hamstring injury he just had is kind of worrying me a little bit because he was hobbled all last year as yeah, well so i'm kind of i'm a little bit worried right now because of that but that is definitely higher than very, probably most are gonna have very happen. much so very much so let's see i'm trying to even find him on the list here um where people actually have placed him um i'm not even finding it right now probably he's 59th 59th yeah say. so he's 59th the that did worry me a bit hearing those reports of the hamstring because hamstrings linger it feels like with these running backs too it's never great. I'm not even the highest on him, though, looking at this. He's as high as 41st in some of the ranks. So there's other Alex Collins haters out there. <laughs> <laughs> not just me. I'm not the only one. Let's see here. Yep, he's as high as 41st. Mike Wright, fantasy footballers, puts him 41st. I had him 45th. Yep, that's where I put him. So a little worried about the the you know the hamstring, but I think I'd, I'm going to pick him up as the last player on a lot of teams and just wait for Alex Collins. Um, dev- demise. So <laughs> it's going to happen. But all right. I think it's going to do it for the running backs next week. We'll be back with wide receiver rankings as we get geared up for the season. And again, go get us get a review in if you want to join one of our listeners. We only have very few spots remain for that. If you want a chance to win the belt, go on there, go on iTunes, give us a five star review and let us know. We'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>